What up, what up, mother suckers? Welcome to the Talking Crew Podcast with yours truly, Alan Crew. Man, it's been a long week for me. Has it been the same for you? I hope not. The weekend sure flew by, though. <clears throat> so, let's see. What do we got going on? Last night was the UFC fights. And guess what? I didn't get to watch none of them. None of them. No, you know why? I got dragged to the movie theaters to watch Beauty and the Beast. Great movie, by the way. I was knocking it until I seen it. It's been a while since I've watched it, so I'm not going to lie. I was in there smiling like a little fucking kid watching that Beauty and the Beast love affair unravel. Such a great movie about a woman that's into bestiality. She just wants to get banged out by this big horned beast with his purple wand and his furry fun sack. Ooh, yeah. Take it, beauty. Take it from the beast. Nah, but definitely a great movie. Um... I don't know, I was reading shit about it, how people were complaining about it had a lot of gay undertones, oh, I didn't really see none, barely, barely, I don't know why it even matters, anyways, um, yeah, so if you haven't checked that out, check out Beauty and the Beast, um, but yeah, uh, let me see what we got here. Oh, oh! I seen um, what's this fuck nuts? Dana White said that this McGregor and Mayweather fight isn't even on paper yet. So, what is all this nonsense with this hype around this fight? It's, it's like it's not even for. I I guess it. They're pretty sure it's gonna happen. I mean that's a given. But there's no contract sign, there's no nothing going on, so as of right now, this shit is just a bunch of bullshit, uh, excuse me, so I'm not even gonna speak on it anymore, get out of here, I'm not even gonna speak on it anymore, cause for all we know, I'm gonna, we're gonna hype this shit up and give our, like, our opinions on the shit, and it's not even gonna happen, Granted, we all know what's gonna happen, but I won't even get into that. Um, so on the news, I know we've seen the Syria shit going on, the North Korea shit going on. The Syria thing is sad. No one's gonna win in this. There's, there's only gonna be. No one's going to win, but for sure, people are going to lose. The only people that are going to lose are the poor people. Those people out there, fucking, their homelands destroyed, hit with chemical weapons. We don't know who's dropping what bombs where. It's a clusterfuck over there. And Trump, you know, he did, he reacted based on his intel but I do recall a time when he criticized Obama, right? You know, that Obama shouldn't attack Assad, you know, 
all this bullshit. And then he turns around and flip-flops his whole campaign. And now he's acting just like all the rest. Um, You know, he no longer supports Assad. Trump at one point said that, you know, Assad ain't necessarily a bad thing for Syria. Um, And then you got, like, fuckers like Ted Cruz. Fucking nutcase Ted Cruz. He said that if Obama was to attack Assad, he would be like the Air Force for ISIS. Right? So where's that same rhetoric now? Why aren't you saying that about Trump, you know? And then we got North Korea trying to, like, we're... China's gonna fuck with North Korea now because America said if China doesn't, we will. <sighs> and North Korea's chiming in saying, this is why we need to test our nuclear weapons because look what America does to Syria. You know, just more fear mongering. It's all the same. It's fucked up. I'm a little worried. Uh, not so much for my own safety, you know, but. I'm just worried about all the innocent victims that are that are gonna come out of the woodwork with all this shit going on, man. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up thing, man. I war is hell. And it's unnecessary. But we keep getting tricked into it. Such a fucking revolving door. Um but I'll I'll skip over to some positivity, a funny story, another funny life experience of Alan Cruz's childhood. Um, So I remember back in the day when I was a little kid, I was probably, this is when I lived in Alabama, I used to live in Huntsville, Alabama, I was probably like seven, eight, I lived out there for a while though, so... Anyways, I had a friend, his name was Adam Fox. My first friend I ever had, you know how you'll never forget your first friend. So I'll forever, that name, well it's an easy name to remember, Adam Fox, it's pretty fucking common. But his parents were pretty well off, you know. Uh, Not like, I I wasn't, when I was a little kid, my parents weren't well off, we were military family, so I was an army brat, and you know how that goes, so, anyways, I get invited to my buddy's house, and I go to his house, and it's nice, you know, they got nice layout, got a nice big yard, daddy's got a boat, anyways, Adam wanted to for his birthday party, he just wanted to have a big sleepover and then have everyone get up in the morning and go on a fishing trip with on his dad's boat. And his dad's rich friends all came with their boats. And Adam's parents told my father, you know, if he wants to join for the fishing trip, you know, Fucking come to the house in the morning and let's all go fishing. So, I get up in the morning. I see my friend Adam's dad. He gets up. He's got on his fucking, you know, his khaki polo shorts with his Izod fucking Lacoste 
polo fucking jumpsuit fishing gear, you know, with his boats and shit, you know, and then my, we're eating breakfast, we're having crepes with fresh fruit and fucking powdered sugar and shit on it, you know, it was, it was fun, right, so then my father pulls up, (laughs) Uh, my father said he felt so out of place, he like pulls up, with one of his army buddies, they pull up in a, like, an old-ass pickup truck, a little rust bucket with a little bass boat that was like a damn cork floating in the damn sea, right? <laughs> my my buddy Adam's dad's boat was a fucking huge boat, had a damn bedroom on it and shit. And my dad and his buddy hop out of their truck, and they're wearing old, beat-up army camouflage BDUs and old flannels and shit. It just looks so fucking funny, right? And uh so my dad immediately is like, What the fuck? Look at us. Look at these guys. And uh so we're going to leave and we all take the boats out to the docks and shit. We're going to go fishing in the river. I forget the name of the river that ran through there. So we're all getting on our boats, and my dad's like, all right. Uh, I'm like, all right, Dad, I'm going to get on this boat, the nice boat, you know. You know, little seven-year-old Alan. I wasn't I wasn't getting in that little death trap of a rust bucket boat. So I hop in the nice boat, and, you know, my dad and his buddy get in theirs, and they fire up the engine, and, like, black smoke comes out of the fucking thing. <laughs> And uh, they're like, and they start floating away. We fire up our boat with a key. And then we just leave them behind. They're just in our wake. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) So we're out there all fucking day. We're all catching fish. You know, we all come back like, man, what a good fucking day. Look at these fish. My dad pulls up. They didn't catch shit all day. <laughs> uh, my father, man. There's been a couple times I've been fishing with him, and he's caught some giant fish, but not that fucking day. One time, me and him went bass fishing. He didn't catch shit all day, right? I caught this big-ass fucking bass, threw it in the bucket, and went laid in the Jeep and went to sleep. <laughs> my dad came and woke me up like an hour later like what the fuck I haven't caught shit you catch a fish you throw your pole down and go to sleep you asshole <laughs> oh man <clears throat> see my my father was in the military and he was like when in the army he was in a support battalion I think that's how it goes uh Something he helped repair weapon systems, right for the infantry. So he would fix missile systems and shit like you know shit that went down in the field. My dad would have to fix it. So when this kid Adam Fox one day, just a little background story. My dad's like, oh, telling Adam like, yeah, I I repair you know missile systems and stuff you know for the army. Well, what does your dad do? His dad was a civilian. The kid's like, oh, that's cool. My dad designs them. My dad immediately was like, this little motherfucker. (laughs) 
Uh, also, I was uh, checking some Facebook shit, and my boy Bell, shout out Bell again. Everybody knows Brian Bell, one of my really, really good friends. A trusted confidant. He, uh, his girlfriend was embarrassed by our story that I shared last week about paying webcam girls with a credit card. Wasn't my card. Hint, hint. So, I got another embarrassing story that involves Bell. Um, he didn't do nothing embarrassing. I did the embarrassing shit this time. We, uh, it was me and him. I think it was like a Friday night. I was like 18 or something. We were sitting there bored and we were like, you know what, man? Let's fucking play Power Hour. So we're playing Power Hour, taking shots. You know, Power Hour is a shot of beer every minute for an hour. Um, I know you fuckers have played it. You play a playlist on YouTube and every time the song changes, you take a shot of beer. Doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but it will fuck that ass up. So, we were playing this game. And, you know, at 18 years old, I was probably about 150 pounds, 145 pounds maybe. I was scrawny as shit, still growing into myself. Now, look at me. I'm disgusting. <laughs> It's like, I'm actually a sexy beast, but back then I was, whoo, I was like a Justin Biebs. So, yeah, about 145 pounds. I completed the hour, and I was like, oh, man, I got to piss like a racehorse. So I get up, and I immediately felt like a water balloon, you know? I was like, oh, shit, I just felt all the liquid moving around in me. I'm drunk as fuck. I stumble into the bathroom. Pull my dick out, I start pissing in the toilet. And I feel immediate relief, right? Because I'm about to bust at the seams. While I'm fucking pissing, I got my dick in my hand, I fucking burp. And as I burp, I throw up. Because, you know, the beer is up to my neck, you know? I throw up all over my own dick, right? And the beer, I felt it. It was still cold and foamy and shit. Oh, it's horrible. So after I threw up all over my own penis, I uh, wiped myself down, pulled my pants up, I stumble out of the bathroom, I tell Brian, I'm like, man, fuck this, I'm wasted, seems like a good time to drive home. Yes, I was drunk, and I drove home, shame on me, don't ever do it, you know, if you're gonna drink and drive, you should drink while you drive, you dig? So... I'm kidding, I'm kidding, anyways, my drunk ass drove home, I made it home, well, I was driving fine, I'm about to pull into my parents' neighborhood, I see fuck cop lights come on behind me, whoop, whoop, I'm like, oh shit, so I pull into my parents' neighborhood, I pull over, cop comes up to me, he's like, you know why I pulled you over? Well, I wasn't speeding, so I I didn't know why he pulled me over. I had my seatbelt on. I was like, no, sir, I don't know why. And he was like, your tag light's out. I was like, oh, man, I had no idea. He's like, huh, you been drinking? 
Uh, uh, yes, sir. How much you had to drink tonight? Uh, probably, probably too much, to be honest, sir. Why don't you step out of the vehicle? So I get out of the vehicle. He's like trying to get me to do the walk the line shit and all that. I knew I was drunk. I just kept it real. I was like, look, sir, I'm not even, I can't even do these things. Uh, I'm not even going to waste your time. I'm, I'm, I'm inebriated and I'm not going to pass these tests. I know it. Tell me why this cop in the history of cops, I've never met a cop like this ever. This cop was like, you know what? I see you're literally right like a block from your parents' house. And you seem like a good kid and you're pretty honest. Can someone come pick you up? Tell me that cop didn't change my life right there. Now, don't get me wrong. I've met dickhead cops, but this cop sticks out in my head. All the dickhead cops all blend in together. But when you do meet a cool-ass cop that, you know, isn't out to fry your ass... They'll stick out to you. So, yeah, it was like 3 a.m. I called my mom. She was pissed. She came and got me. But the cop even smoothed it over with her. He was like, look, I know he definitely messed up, you know, but he's a kid. This happens sometimes. Just talk to him about it, but just know he's a good kid. And I was like, boom, baby. (laughs) Been drinking and driving ever since, sucker. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Hmm. Oh, I have. Oh, speaking of dickhead cops, I have definitely met some dickheads. Like I've been to parties where cops show up, and you know, it's weird too because I got arrested one time for a little fucking sniggle, visual wiggle, schmiggle thing of pot. Right? I was probably I don't know, like nineteen. And my stupid ass went to the park. We were there was this park like kind of like back in the cut where you, you could go smoke at, you know. And this, we pulled up there. I rolled a rolled a blunt, you know. And when I was rolling the blunt, I I emptied the tobacco out of the cigar. I emptied it out of the driver window of my car, so it was on the ground outside my car. Rolled the blunt up, went outside. We all smoked in the park. We came stumbling back. Hopped in the car, and we were trying to brainstorm what the fuck we were going to do, like where we were going to eat. Fuck, cop pulls up. I don't know what the chances were of that, but he pulls up in there. And once again, turns the fucking lights on. Comes up to the car. He's like, what are you guys doing here? I was like, well, we're just leaving. You know, he was like, well, what's that on the outside of your your car. I looked down. I was like, "Looks like tobacco, sir." He's like, "Yeah. Are you uh, you guys doing any illegal drugs?" Obviously, I was like, "No." He's like, "Well, mind if we search a vehicle?" Well, no, nah, I don't mind because I thought I smoked all the weed. Well, there was weed in the car that I didn't know about. So when the dog came, it barked and fuck, I went to jail for that. That that cop was an asshole, man. Like. He cuffed me, threatened to tase me for no reason. He was letting the dog bark in my face. 
He was threatening to beat the shit out of me and all this crazy shit, you know. And then I ran into that same cop again at a party. And this fucking cop was such an asshole there, too, man. It's like he just was... That's it's just some of those cops. It's like that's just what they are. They're bastards. Like he came in that party, f this, f that. I I'm gonna give me a reason to fuck somebody up. Like that's how he was, man. Such a bastard. So yeah, there are good ones. There are bad ones. There are definitely more good ones than bad ones. So I hear, and it's unfair to judge them. All based off of those fuck ass fuck boy cops, but yeah, hey, be a cop and change it, man. Change the stigma. Um, let's see. I was watching some stand up comedy the other night. Um, Bill Hicks. If you haven't watched him, you should watch him. R.I.P. Bill Hicks. He died. I don't know, like. Uh, ninety mid nineties or something. He died of pancreatic cancer at like the age of thirty two. But I know I'm late on the Bill Hicks train. But I just recently started watching his stand up. Fucking hilarious. Um, if you're a super religious person, which ain't nothing wrong with that, but I don't recommend you watch Bill Hicks comedy because he does question religion a lot. He makes a joke of it. Some people might find it offensive. I don't find it offensive, but it, it it I could see if I was one of those Bible thumpers, quote unquote, I would probably be offended by it. So, but he also bashes government and their cover ups, and he he's one of those political guys that I agree with. You know, like they killed JFK kind of thing. So, yeah, in in his stand up, he was talking about. The age old question of how old is the earth? And I didn't know this, but apparently the Bible, if you take the times that they, the years that they provide in the Bible and the lengths of people's times, and you go through it according to the Bible, the earth's like 12,000 years old. And there's people that fucking believe that. I don't know if that's changed over the years. Like, can you be super religious and believe that the earth is older than 12,000 years old? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you could think that you could. I don't know how you could believe the earth is only 12,000 years old when there's fucking dinosaur bones older than that everywhere. I mean, carbon dating is science. How can you deny it? But apparently there's like a belief. I'm not saying all of them. But some people say that those dinosaur bones were put there to test your faith. Yeah, that's a moment of silence I just did right there. I just think that's crazy to me. But, you know, I I understand religion. Hey, I grew up very Catholic upbringing. My mother, I love her to death. She's super Catholic. She's a Hispanic woman, so you know she's all about that Catholic life. My sister, both of them, are pretty Catholic. I, my little one especially, she goes to church and praises Jesus every Sunday, which is good for her. 
And, you know, religion is a beautiful thing. It gets you through terrible um, parts of your life. You know, it gives you hope in shitty situations, you know. I I get it 150%. Um, but I don't know if that shit works for me, you know. Like, look, don't get me wrong. I'm a spiritual person. I think there is a a greater force than us that ultimately wants good to happen and overcome the bad. I think that the universe works in your favor if you are focused on what what drives you and what you know what your main goals and you feel your purpose is the universe will do everything in its power to align things to work out for you i believe that i believe in the good of people i don't you know i just don't necessarily believe that a great flood came to the earth and no this man had to build a boat to save the species of the earth i don't i and i and like the whole story of sodom and gomorrah like what it was my understanding with that story was you know a a gay man hit on an or came on to an angel and you know there was a lot of gay things going on in this town or city or whatever so god struck it down you know i feel like people the only dangerous thing about that is people literally they take that shit for real you know which that's a that's dangerous shit you know I just don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, there's no way that that should happen that way, <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, then, well, well, shit, why, where, where's he at, where's the Lord at with these crazy ass things where he wipes out life forms today, you know, because there's, the world is way worse today than it's ever been, now, I know we have it easier, like, it ain't like we gotta go hunt food and shit, but, just our population is so much bigger today so just based off of that alone there's more murder today there's more rape today um there's more poverty there's more people there's just more people abusing human rights and we live in an age of information when these things are inexcusable there's no reason why people should be starving the only reason people are living in poverty and starving to death is because the higher ups are too greedy and that shit's a sin right you can't you live your life live like thinking like that people shouldn't suffer on based on your decisions so i don't know you would think there'd be some the lord interfering right now with well i'm gonna wipe out the owner of walmart's fucking house or you know i don't know I, don't, I was just thinking about that and my girlfriend we were talking about that shit last night and she's like well wh when you die where do you go what do you think and i don't know the the realist in me just based off of scientific fact when you die you go in the dirt and that's it your consciousness burns out and it's like the computer got unplugged from the wall. And that's it. That's the evidence we have, right? And it sucks dick to think that, trust me. It's depressing, but it's it's very 
real possibility. But the hopeful side of me thinks that we fucking go into a different dimension and whatever, like live again. It's whatever that dimension, whatever it it is. But that's fucking that's a far leap, right? I remember the old quote, <laughs> which is fucked up, but in some cases it is true for those people that go religious later in life. It's like they said religion is for people that can't handle their drugs, which is kind of rude, I know. But it's also true because I see a lot of people that, you know, when they get clean, they definitely turn Bible thumper. It's like, like almost goes hand in hand. It's weird. Like, why is that? Do they teach that in the AA or the NA meetings and shit? Is that like one of the cornerstones for therapy is to go religious on them? Oh, it's interesting. Interesting shit, man. The whole science, though, that's the one thing that upsets me about religion is sometimes I feel like it restricts science and it restricts free thinking. It even restricts policy, progressive policy, medicine. As you know, I mean, fuck. If if there was no religion, we'd be fucking disease free through stem cell research and shit, you know, they'd be growing limbs and hearts and brains, they'd be growing fucking, Jesus, man, everyone would have like 12-inch dicks now, <laughs> right, like it'd be, the, the whole game would change, how many guys out there would seriously be like, well, if I could change anything, I I guess I'll take a 12-inch cock, give me that 12-inch monster, <laughs> Any chick that's playing around on 12-inch pogo sticks, I don't want no part of. Alright? That's scary. That's scary shit. Um, I was trying to get my buddy Greg on here, but he's a fucking flake. So I hope you're listening to this, Greg, you fucking asshole. I wanted to get him on here because he was telling me this crazy fucking story, man, about he has a friend that's in a biker gang or some shit, right? And his friend, this was before he was recruited into the gang. These biker gangs invited him to some, like, shindig, right? And it was like four different bike gangs went to this. So my buddy Greg went with him. And he said he went there, and it was a fucking fisting tutorial. Right? How crazy. This is what happened. They had a... Fisting for Dummies 101 course, basically, at this biker gang party. And it was some dude and his girlfriend, and he, like, blindfolded her and had her laid on a table. And, you know, he just was working her, you know, one finger, two finger, three finger, fist. And that's a song, right? That breaks it down, one finger, two finger, three finger. And, like, yeah, he said the dude, like, was like, you know, now, everyone, check it out. Come here. And everyone's, like, looking at her situation down there. And this dude is, like, 
Now, if you want to do it right and you want to protect her, you should wear a glove. And I, so I asked my friend, I was like, was he wearing a glove? He was like, no. So he was just barehanding her. And, yeah, had his whole fucking hand up in there. It was, it was just weird. The, the story, he, he had so many great details, though, that I just can't provide. I'm not doing the story any justice, but I promise you I'm going to get this dickhead on here so he could tell you this fucking story. Um, let's see, what else we got going on? What, what's new? What's new to me? I'm trying to go on a vacation. I'm trying to go to Hawaii because everyone around me is going to Hawaii. So I think I deserve a fucking, I think I deserve a vacation on a beach. I haven't been to the beach. Last time I went to the beach, I went to Ocean City, Maryland, which I fucking love. Hey, shout out all my Ocean City people, everybody that goes there this summer. I know why you go. I love it. Ever since senior week. Shout out all my senior week people. Man, I fucking... If I could go back, I would do so much more drugs there. (laughs) Nah, but seriously, senior week was a fucking blur. Such a blur for me. Man, I'm reminiscing now in my head. I got stories that I can't even share on here. They're so disgusting. <laughs> I was scum. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hear beautiful things about Hawaii, though. I just don't know if I could do the whole fucking island thing. You know what I mean? Just l- stuck on an island. I could never live there. I'll visit there. But how do you feel about living on an island? That shit kind of just freaks me out, man. Because you're, you're for real, you're stuck. I just like the idea of, hey, if I want to get the fuck away from the water, it's real easy. I just drive five hours that way, and I'm out of there. But not on an island, man. If the zombie apocalypse breaks out, you're fucking done, son. You're done on the island. You're going to be one of those fucking meat eaters walking around on that island forever. Speaking of meat eaters... Walking Dead. I used to watch the show religiously. Now, I barely catch it anymore. Because uh, I know I ain't missing shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, that show is fucking whack now. I the You're watching entire seasons of nothing. You don't see shit happen. And then it all builds up for a very dramatic thing, but it's only one episode of drama. I can't watch a show like that, man. Fuck, the zombies are weak. They don't even, like, man, in the beginning, these zombies were fucking shit up, man. They were killing horses. They could bite your fucking neck off. Now you just mush them in the face, and and they're, they're no longer a threat. It's like... They're just not consistent with the zombie strength. I mean, like, that shit's fucking dumb. If you watch the OA, though, that show's dope. It's kind of weird. I definitely wasn't feeling it at first. The only thing that was cool was it, like, opened up with a crazy-ass sex scene. So, yeah, that was I, that kind of intrigued me. I was like, all right, this show's decent. But then it gets really trippy. I won't I won't spoil it, but um 
That show's fucking nuts. You gotta watch it. The OA. It's a Netflix original series. Speaking of Netflix original series, what's it called? It's coming back. Uh, House of Cards. I'm fucking pumped as shit. I fucking love House of Cards. Um, you know, and I hear people talking shit about it. It's always the people that work in the government. Like, I can't even talk about the show because if you haven't seen it, that's a spoiler alert. So I, if I start talking about it, I'm going to ruin it for you and you're going to be mad at me. So I won't talk about it, but just watch that show. Don't listen to people with their criticisms. They're fucking assholes. Um, all right, let me get on some music shit real quick. Now, I had a blog. I've, I've been slacking on my blog. So, I'm sorry. I'll get back to it. But a couple weeks ago, I wrote a blog about this dude I met named Van Jam. Now, if you didn't read the blog, I'll give you a little background information. Um, I went to this bar with my girl. She met up with with a couple of her friends from Minnesota just happened to be in Seattle. So, we met up at this club or whatever, this bar. And I'm sitting down. This dude sits next to me with his girl. I could tell they weren't from Seattle. Because I'm not from Seattle, so I can pick up on it. So out of curiosity, I ask him, I'm like, oh, where y'all from? He was like, boom, L.A. Boom, we just started talking. Um, So he's a rapper from L.A., opened up for Big Crit some time ago, which immediately made me go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because I fucking love Big Crit. I've talked about him before, though, so you guys know this. All right, so let me touch on him real quick van jam la born and raised he has a three-part ep out right now that you can get on soundcloud it's called the waiting game which is fucking sick i've i listened to it a couple times um now i'm late on the on the um bandwagon here so i ran through the the waiting game eps briefly um but i will say Definitely a fan. No questions asked. Um, his production team, or well, I so I was able to talk to him a little bit, and he shops for beats online mostly. So his beats are sick. The quality's really good, which surprised me because he told me he records everything in house. So when you listen to it, the quality is like fucking studio quality. So he knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, he went to University of Arizona for like four years, he said. Been recording music for six years. And I like his flow. You could definitely send, pick up on his influences. Um, and he's got great influences. Uh, biggest influences are J. Cole and Big Sean. I love some J. Cole, so of course I'm going to love this this dude's music. Big Sean, I know I've talked shit about him in the past. Don't get me wrong. It ain't that I'm knocking Big Sean's talent. I only knocked his credibility to me, you know. So it's nothing to do with Big Sean as talent, but Big Sean as where he's from kind of things. Sometimes the persona he puts off. So those were his influences. So uh, obviously, I'm a fan right off the bat. He has a collective with his brother and his best friend. That's called By Way of Us, and I'm, I'm going to admit it, I haven't checked it out yet. I'm definitely going to check it out because I'm a fan of his shit. Um, uh, right now, I'm really fucking rocking with this shit he's got right now. It's called Swimming. 
I'm just gonna let you hear a little bit. I guess I got a lot of shit, a lot of shit to say. I know I really ain't no shit to you. Just watch them show up on our turning world. With attitude, cause right now I didn't have it with my girl. But I'm so digging by the money, got them. I don't put my niggas on and stack a couple pictures much. See? That's just like you roll up a doobie and just kick back, you know. I fuck with it. That's my shit right now. So yeah, go to his fucking SoundCloud, man. Van Jam, check that shit out. V A N J A M M E, like Jean Claude Van Dam, Jean Claude Van Jam. The shit's dope. All right. So also, let me jump onto another artist real quick. My boy Nate, which I am. Fairly new to his music too I mean I've only been listening to him for like Checking out his work anyways the past year Um Let me give you a little background information Nate I knew him This is how small this world is I knew him back in Germany When I used to live out there Me and him went to middle school together So really crazy Um He's out in LA now And me and him had a lot in common back then. Like, me and him were both super short in middle school. And we were getting bitches. <laughs> now he ain't so short no more. He looks pretty tall, I'm not going to lie. Um, or at least a little above average height. So he's in L.A., but he's a North Carolina native, from my understanding. And he's got this new EP, Just Drop No Secrets. And the single off the... EP is no secrets. He just dropped a music video to it. Um, I fucking love the song, man. No lie. Uh, the shit is ill. Um, let's see. I checked out the video too. It's really sick. I'm trying to pull up. Oh, there we go. I'll get a little bit of no secrets going for you. Now he's getting uh he's gonna get a show going together here soon. I mean so Great song. Cool video. So check his shit out too, Nate, N-A-T-E, No Secrets, it's on SoundCloud. I'll get the links together, I'll put it on the website. Um, but as I was saying is, he's um, about to be working with somebody that's going to try and set up some tour dates for him so he can hit up a couple cities. So I told him immediately, if you get to the East Coast, man, you got to go to Soundstage in Baltimore, man. That's where everybody performs, I mean, so... Hopefully, he'll be out there soon. If he is, all my Maryland people that listen to me, check him out. Show some love. Support the man. He's hungry. He's trying to get it, too. Um, so, I think that's all I got today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all I got. I haven't really been doing too much. I've been laying low. I mean, um, I've been pretty broke. Like I said, work slowed up a little bit. So, I haven't been able to get out, you know, and spend money. You got to spend money to have fun, man. So, Next week, 
I will get some shit going. I'll find some things to do during the week for you guys and have some experiences for you. I'm going to try and get somebody on here, man. Greg needs to stop being a fucking douche. Get your fucking ass on here. But, well, I love y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll be back around next week. All right, we can only go up from here. I love y'all. Peace out.